Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Izadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Okay, podcast starts now. What's up, everyone? Um, happy Tuesday. You're listening <laughs> to Stradia Lab, the only podcast in which two gays unpack straight culture, but also not really. Um, Man, to think that you saying happy Tuesday really... Oh my God, you know what's about to happen? I is your it. sister really walking She's in literally room? about to walk in. Okay, for the listeners at home, George said, okay, we're going to start. And you know what's going to happen as soon as we start? My sister is going to walk in the door because she's visiting and we're going to have to stop. And so what's happening right now is you that guys have a direct happened. view to, to the event that is about to happen. You can see my front door. I can see the front door. It's shaking. <laughs> it's wobbling. She's banging on it. Uh-oh, it's unlocking. Uh, oh, oh my God. And she's like forgotten she, how to how to unlock a door. Okay, well, this is really anticlimactic. It would actually be great if the door did open on cue. And there it is. And there she is. Hi. Hi. Μπορείς να μπεις στο δωμάτιο και μετά μόλις μόλις ξεκινήσαμε το δεύτερο επεισόδιο, οπότε θα τελειώσουμε σε μια μισή ώρα. Κλείνεις την πόρτα. Ναι. Okay. She's getting water. This is an amazing little artifact. They can't tell if this is going to stay in. Part of me wants it to because I'm obsessed with the podcast as a document. Mm -hmm. But I know George is going to lean towards sort of cutting this out because it is Do you think so? Boring. I kind of, I, I don't know. I, 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 think, um, I think there's something to it. I think there's something to it too. I think it's raw. I think it's like no one sees this side of George. <laughs> the side of me that has a family. <laughs> 
as a family. I like that. I think it's so funny too, that your sister walks in and you're like, you do stop, you turn around, but there's not like a, huh? Like there's no like warmth. You're just like, well, there is one. No, I, I, I mean, it's tough because like, you know, when you're suddenly torn between two worlds, it's like when your college friends meet your comedy friends or when your family meets your, you know, significant other or something. It, I was like, suddenly the curtain was up and I'm recording a podcast at the same time as I'm, I would otherwise be warmly welcoming my sister into my apartment. And I, and I froze. I've not, mm. I mean, my sister and I are very close. I would normally get up and give her a hug and welcome her. But I was like, well, I can't, it doesn't seem authentic for suddenly if I did that, it would be like performing. So yeah. I literally just turned around, looked at her, didn't even say a word. <laughs> yeah. I, I, is I, I, over as you like checked in now. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is what I'm kind of confused by is because she was like, I'm going to get water, but then she walked into the room and closed the door. So there is still the possibility that at some point she'll come out to get water. <laughs> <laughs> okay so this could be a sort of an episode long um gag if you will the, it is, the sister yeah. in the background that you can't hear necessarily but you can know is there because we're telling you that's right she is there yeah <laughs> okay so <laughs> i mean at this point what there's no way to rebound from that no i think there's a way i think i want to talk about the thing that you just said about like when you feel the need to perform and that makes you not want to perform because you don't want to be performative. I feel like I'm like that at like birthdays sometimes or yes, holidays where it'll be like, you're supposed to be really smiley and you're supposed to mm -hmm. be big, but then I'll be like, well, I'm supposed to be that. So I want to be the opposite of that. But then I'm like, but now I'm being rude and I don't right. want to be rude, but it's too late yes. because I already started being rude. Okay. You know, what's a, a, um, a kind of element of that is like phrases and actions that have become so associated with the fake versions, like things you see on TV and film, that they can never feel authentic. Can you ever feel authentic saying the words, I love you? <laughs> or is it literally like you are saying something that is in a movie? Can you ever feel authentic being like, like giving a wedding toast or even frankly, getting married? <laughs> like, like, can any, can, it is impossible. It's like to live in a world that is media saturated means that you experience more things as artificial than as real. Yeah, I 100% agree. I was at a funeral a few weeks ago and I was like, this is like a movie. This yeah. isn't real. I don't I don't even I'm even acting like I'm supposed to act in a movie. Like no, our humanity this is has so been weird. stripped from us by literally Paramount Plus. <laughs> And, uh, you know, God bless them. Uh, and the worst part of that is when people don't have that knowledge of like, I'm acting like I'm in a movie and yes. they just do it because they're like, this is how humans act. And it's like, no, you're being told to act this way. People don't know. By Walt Disney. I know. It's, um, do you know what's a great, ex I mean, God, I, I, of course, it's not just media. It's also Yes, advertising. <laughs> For mm. instance, the idea that give that having an engagement ring is in any way an organic part of human life. Okay, it, you're, simply, going, you're going what? full Adam ruins everything on our I'm podcast. not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe I'm doing Adam ruins everything because I saw it on TV. Maybe even my instinct to debunk, oh. even my instinct to be a contrarian and debunk social myths comes from wanting to be Adam ruins everything. <laughs> 
that is the darkest thing in the world that reminds that's like um when corporations like i feel like there's like a 30 rock joke about like the company has the makes the chips that gives you diarrhea and makes the toilet paper that you wipe vertical integration yes that's almost like for a TV station to make the TV show that's about getting married that like they also make the TV show that's making fun of getting married. So they have it both ways. Wait, you know what that is, is that that Netflix has a show with I think is it Katya and, Katya and Trixie? It's like two drag queens and they literally make fun of Netflix content. They can't have their cake and eat it, too. No, someone's got to bring these like, people down. <laughs> It's like it really is. You kind of are like, well, maybe the solution is a <laughs> is like burning it all down. Thoughts? Yeah, but then like, but then we would we get have, our shows. But then we wouldn't have the teen drama elite, which I'm currently enjoying on Netflix, <laughs> and that would be a disaster. <laughs> oh, I've never seen it. Is oh it my good? god, Sam. Uh, okay, it's horny, you right? want to know what's crazy? Literally for the past four episodes, I have made a note to myself, talk about elite, talk about elite, talk about elite. <laughs> and then each time we get into a tangent and I can never talk about the fact that I have started elite. What do you want to say about it? Now's your I chance. Just, I think basically, okay. I have not enjoyed a teen drama in so long because they are never the right kind of bad for me. Like they make mm. me feel bad instead of making, instead of being like a guilty pleasure. Like, I had that experience with Gossip Girl. I had that experience with like, like I kind of, I stopped watching Riverdale. Like you just, I, I haven't had the real pleasure of just like a juicy teen drama. And for whatever reason, Elite really is hitting the spot. It's what like- What totally just, is different about it? I mean, maybe it's that they're speaking Spanish. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, but there is- I think it's just like, it's the right level of stupid where I don't ever want to really bash my head in the wall. But of course, I'm also not intellectually challenged. Like, it's not, it's not, it's not, you know, prestige, but it's also not absolute trash. And I think what has happened over the past few years is that the, the bar for middle brow has been lowered and lowered and lowered, where there isn't anything that's just down the middle anymore. How do sure. you feel about that? No, I think that makes sense. You're saying there's sort of you're saying there's no middle class. Yeah, there's no middle dramas. class when it comes to streaming content. There's <laughs> like everything. Everything is either terrible or upper middle class, which is a bad prestige show. Yeah, that makes complete sense to me. I think you're right. And I honestly bet if there was some sort of like, I bet there are true podcasts about this phenomenon that mm -hmm. unpack it with facts. But we don't weigh ourselves down with things no. like statistics or facts. It's just about like, our feelings exactly the only thing that can't be commodified by films and tv until it is <laughs> um should we bring in our guest is my actual question i absolutely think we should because we have been you know we are often rude cruel um not thoughtful when it comes to our guests but this one in particular we have just put through the absolute ringer yeah um i would say the fact late. that she is not at this point bowled over in tears <laughs> is a testament to her you know her thick skin mm -hmm. her years of emotional strength training that she yeah. has been doing with a trainer mm -hmm. it is a testament to how the industry has beat her down but she has <laughs> built herself back up yeah. And it is something that I... So rude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So please welcome um, the most beat down person in Hollywood. 
Mo Fry passing. Okay, Fuck. I'm sorry. I, that's Both not how you. I meant it. That's I I, I I I meant I didn't mean I didn't mean like the entertainment industry. I meant like I meant like the world. That's worse. Okay, it's worse. I don't. Okay, Mo. Just you just dig. Look at me, damn hole. Wow, I, that was amazing. I was genuinely trying to like be kind for a moment, no. and it just. <laughs> No, I love that. Mo, how did you feel about that? <laughs> oh my God, absolutely torn to shreds. And what is that like disgusting? Um, like there's that like that, that disgusting, like um old idiom where it's like rode hard and hung up wet. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> okay. In my defense, I was trying to like, I'm literally only referring to the fact that we made you wait essentially at this point 40 minutes to record and no, maybe, maybe you are a conduit of the universe of just you know commentary on like the industry Absolutely. yeah yeah I, that's I I, like when i way. say the industry i literally mean me and sam like i and when i say you've developed thick skin i'm not even referring to anything else in your life i'm literally referring to the past 40 minutes and okay so can it, i say this okay this is like a quick story i i went to my dermatologist and it was because i was asking him about wrinkles and I was like, okay, like my, my parents don't really have wrinkles. Like what's my situation with that? And he was like, oh, you have really, really thick skin. He was like, and it's really oily. So he was like, so it's good because it's resistant to wrinkles, but the oil will help with that. And I was like, I was like thick and oily, put it on my tombstone. <laughs> and he fucking, he lost his mind. He lost his fucking mind. That was the funniest thing he's ever heard, but he also forgot my name. So he goes, he goes, he, goes, he starts laughing. He goes, oh my God, here lies. <laughs> then he goes, then he goes, he looks at me and pauses. He goes, think and oily. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> here lies the literal, literal skin. Here lies okay, there's definitely oily. a lag. There's definitely a little well, lag it's, going it's, on. Uh, yeah, it's not just the lag. It's like, you keep freezing. <laughs> I'm going to come right out and say it. <laughs> oh, do I really? Do yeah. I look pretty? <laughs> you, look, you look gorgeous. You okay. look actually more stunning than anyone has ever looked. <laughs> I think it's important to point out, you actually do look incredible. You this do is a really podcast good. that is an audio-only podcast. We don't put out any video content, nor will we ever. It's also you're in LA. It's oh my good, 10 a.m. wherever you are, and we is 2 p.m. and we look like absolute trash. Well, actually, George looks incredible today too. <laughs> Thank I, you. I'm Jesus. The only yeah, you look really good. You look really. You have a crisp shirt. And I do have a crisp really shirt. Yeah, it, it is because I wore it last up. night, and then and then um and then and then I'm wearing it again today. <laughs> to wear a button down two days in a row and not have it be destroyed by wrinkles is an accomplishment. Yeah, it's true. Do you think your shirt is potentially thick and oily? <laughs> I mean, it certainly is here thick. I, I've here been lies. here lies line. <laughs> <laughs> I also wanted to because I was so I, I I have a Twitter, but it's like I retweet it like six things like three years ago, and like occasionally will be like well, I want a bagel. Like that's what my, what my Twitter is. <laughs> mm -hmm. But there's two tweets I was looking through because I only have like forty tweets, and there were retweets of both of you. <laughs> Of all, all of your tweets, of all of your individual tweets, the one from George that I had retweeted was, um, 
I hope Nancy Pelosi wears a leather choker at her pride speech. <laughs> <laughs> wow, such a vintage. I probably tweeted that in like 2017. <laughs> Not now. And then Sam's, Sam's was like, <laughs> was, um, um, people are going to get really, it was about the, about COVID. And it was like, people are going to get really mad at me thinking about how mad people are going to get at me. If I tweet, you think this lasted long, some Quidditch games lasted for months. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow. You know, sometimes it's like, Hey, I wish I remembered anything that's fucking, I ever that's genius. That was <laughs> so hard and i was like i have to tell them both because it was like one of my 40 tweets were retweets of those two damn to have only 40 tweets is like such a luxury i know it, it is um we can't get we've we've already talked so much about uh the pitfalls of social media on this podcast that i don't want to be repetitive but it is there is something about it where it's like well the more time you commit the more difficult it is to admit that it is worthless sure because absolutely. to admit for someone who has let's say 40,000 tweets to then admit that twitter is uh, a scourge on the earth is to also admit that they have wasted literal years of their life well yeah <laughs> But like, I, as somebody who doesn't have Twitter, really, I have the thoughts still, you know, mm-hmm. it, it, my brain is occupied by toxic things elsewhere. So, eh, you know, no, I guess poison. that's true. It's true. That's true. I guess it's nice to sort of have the evil so you can place it very simply and be like, I'm I'm feeling horrific because of this. tweet. <laughs> <laughs> Brene Brown, you actually name the feeling to, you know, like to actually identify it, feel it. Yeah, it's sort of the devil you know is actually better. Oh um, God, wait, that. Mo, where do you stand on on that specific thought? I'm curious. Do you believe naming things helps? Um, I so yes, it helps a hundred percent. But I do not believe that you have to name something. I think it goes. It's entirely Western to say that, like, because you look at yoga, you look at all these like physical releases in the body that you aren't naming, but you're feeling through something. Totally. So I think it negates any sort of like um, bodily processing or like, yeah. So like, yes, a hundred percent, if I name something, it's going to happen. But there's like this new school that of like Instagram psychologists that are like, you have to name it to feel mm-hmm. it. And I'm like, no, totally. not really. And also sometimes when you're naming something, you're actually giving it more power. A hundred percent. And you're saying like, I have this, I am this or X, Y, Z. And it's like, well, or you're misnaming it and then confusing your own self and processing. Uh, Yes, exactly. I think maybe true emotional intelligence comes from knowing what to name and what not to name. The flow. Well, the moderation, it's like, that's what we're keep swinging. We Mm -hmm. keep needing it to be one thing or the other. And it's like a hundred percent where it's like just being able to Pick and choose what you need when you need. <laughs> okay, we're revolutionizing. No, no, no. I'm, I'm actually taking notes. <laughs> <laughs> but it is. It's like, okay, so when do you need to just go cry and not know what you're crying about? Yeah. And when do you need to discuss your own issues with abandonment? You know, right. it's like, figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can't say that. <laughs> um, no, I love, I love when you talk about these things. For the listeners, Mo has at times brought me to literal tears talking about these topics. And um, I love this stuff. I can't get can just it. And, and it's like, okay, so you guys are obviously longtime friends. I don't know Mo that well. I think we've met in person like a couple of times, but yeah. I know you have the vibe of someone who has a, has a depth of knowledge. 
Okay, thank, thank you. <laughs> no, I'm really smart. So yeah. <laughs> it's like here's what I picture you. If we were better friends, like here's what I picture that looking like. It's like I'll. It's like I say something that I think is kind of dumb or um, maybe surface level, and I'm like, you know, let's say it's like. I say something that sounds kind of stupid. And it's like, uh, you know how uh, humans are kind of like flowers and it sounds, it sounds so dumb. You're, it's like every, anyone else would immediately dismiss that. And then your response would be like, right. So I was thinking about that. And then, and then, but you have like a whole backstory for something that I only just thought of. Oh, you hundred percent have a read on me a hundred percent. Cause I could get into the parallels between, you know, obviously, you know, humans and flowers humans and blooming and, flowers. and growth yeah. and seeds you know what i mean like you and would like, never be blindsided by me saying humans are like flowers you'd be like yeah well that's kind of something i that was huge for me three years ago <laughs> and here's what i learned <laughs> absolutely yeah. absolutely no yeah you, you have a very hard read on me i adore talking about everything as if it's the most important thing alive because i do believe that it is yes well it's also you have to, when you are talking about something for that moment, it is the most important thing. And it is actually doing a disservice to it to not act like it's the most important thing. Very that, very that. <laughs> because then, <laughs> okay, while you were saying that, a spam risk phone call came in and I'm like, oh no, I'm not present. <laughs> wow. And then I'm like, very that, very that. <laughs> yeah, you're so important. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think it is because it's like, well, well, then what's the point? Cause then if that's not true, then everything would annoy me. You know what I mean? Yes. Like no, nothing is, has a point then nothing is important. And right. at the, you know, at the same time, we're talking about the moderation. Sure. Nothing is important, um, in the way that it's life and death, but like, it's like it, this simple perspective of like, if I have nothing to do today or, or I have a full day of getting to do whatever I want. Like that sort of perspective shift mm -hmm, can be mm -hmm. in conversation with an individual and how you look at it. That being said, you know, I, I say stupid shit that nobody should take as important. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I hope to today. I really hope to. Yes. Should we do our first segment? I think so. Would that These be are insane? funny. These are so funny. <laughs> you know, I've, my I've, no, that sounded so, <laughs> I know that you're being sincere, but there is definitely a world in which you were making fun of us right then. That felt so close to being made Okay, fun maybe because it's like, you're, you're like feeling sensitive because you've been making fun of me. So it's like, you're like, oh. <laughs> Wait, I will never live that down. To introduce a guest is literally the industry having beaten them down. <laughs> <laughs> they are tired. This guest. <laughs> it really is like. In the moment, it felt like a funny way to talk about what had happened, but it really is so rude. <laughs> oh, that was so funny. Okay, well, yeah, I am being honest. I think these are really funny. They make okay. me giggle, but yeah, go ahead. <laughs> um, so the first segment, Mo, is called Straight Shooters. And in this segment, we ask you a series of rapid fire questions to gauge your familiarity with and complicity in straight culture. And you have to choose one thing or another thing. And the one rule is you can't ask any follow-up questions about how the game works. Do you copy? <laughs> okay. okay. Sam, take it away. Okay, Mo. A plant-based diet or a man-based riot? <laughs> a plant-based diet. Okay, Mo. Working at the car wash or working at the dick-sucking factory? <laughs> oh, both. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Slow and steady wins the race or early bird gets the worm? 
Early bird gets the worm. Vive la France, or I pooped my pants. <laughs> you bitch, I hate you. That's so funny. I pooped uh, my pants. Uh, this one's part of an ongoing theme I'm working through right now. Sure. Um, Alien versus Predator, Freddy versus Jason, or Kill V Mame. Mm. Kill me, Mame, duh. <laughs> um, okay, updating your iOS or updating your records because there's a new bitch in town. <laughs> updating my records because there's a new bitch in town. <laughs> okay, Ponzi schemes or Fonzie's jeans? I knew it was! I knew it was Fonzie's jeans! The second you said Ponzi schemes, I knew. Okay, Ponzi's jeans. <laughs> Um, here's the tea. I don't have a final one. Is everyone mad at me? No, George, I could never be less mad at you because the ones that you provided were so good. I was literally going to end this and be like, you seemed like possessed by like some sort of like bitchy The flow state. The demon. flow state. Yeah. yeah absolutely. I had, I, I really was in the middle of writing the last one and it was crisscross applesauce or, and I was like, okay, what rhymes? What, or what could be? Or fuck you. Or <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> do that <laughs> um wow i'm so happy that um working at the car wash or working at the dick sucking factory got <laughs> such a big response okay i've got one for okay okay crisscross okay. applesauce or elizabeth moss salad toss that's oh, what that's i would say that's okay. really good yeah i or okay crisscross applesauce <laughs> or, um, or oh, elizabeth moss i guess is the only Loss, that's loss. the only option yeah for sure <laughs> or, or or star jones weight loss oh um, okay oh okay crisscross applesauce or star jones weight loss <laughs> no that's really good okay that's great okay that's good. And, okay and so if, if i had asked you that what would you have picked um crisscross applesauce Same. that's the only <laughs> yeah. answer correct yeah yeah um damn wow no that was see that was fun that was, no, Mo, that was you're right that was fun and it's hard, you know, sometimes when you, we've done this pod now for a little while and sometimes exactly. these straight shooters can like, you know, just sort of roll off the tongue yeah, we'll and, go know, the flow and it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They become yeah. a job. And they become a job. Maybe, yeah. Another day and, at the dick sucking factory. <laughs> <laughs> and you told us, hey, don't forget that what you have is special and enjoy it and have a little fun with it. It's a little hee hee ha ha. You mm. know what I mean? Like it's a little... <laughs> Well, it's breaking comedy down to its mm. basics, which is just this is a, a a series of words that are in a random order. It's lame yes, comedy bear, naked, yes. just That's, vulnerable. That is kind of the goal. Oh. Not to, not to peek behind the curtain too much, but <laughs> it sorry, is. somebody's in here. <laughs> <laughs> and guess what? They're naked. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want a smaller size? Oh. <laughs> uh, wait. Okay. Wow. Speaking of Adam ruins everything, that would be such a like, such a gag where he'd be like, "Now let's take a look behind the curtain," and then it would be like Cameron Esposito being like, "Someone's in here." <laughs> oh my god, that's exactly what that's that would literally be. Literally, like a joke. Okay, this is happen. your spec script. This is my <laughs> spec script. Yeah, wait. Want to hear something crazy? I yes. literally once wrote a full spec strip for Adam Ruins Everything. I absolutely a, did as well. I think we all auditioned for the room. It was like I did a, not actually. It was like a, it, I think Mo. Which, it was like a full. It was like half an episode, right? It was like 
It wasn't you have like to, you had to write a lot. I think it was that. like either half an episode or a full episode. And it was actually the like packet. It was like eight, six like yeah. different segments. I remember I think I did Adam Ruins. Oh, God. Well, it was like something tech related, like I don't either Adam Ruins the Internet or Adam Ruins like Silicon Valley or something like that. I did something like psychotic, like Adam Ruins Women. And like, it was, like, <laughs> I think it was something insane that like was never going to get there. Yeah. Adam Ruins My Hole. I mean, if only, <laughs> am I right? <laughs> I did Hootie think, hoo. Hoo. I'm, I'm tired of shows that are like, I'm speaking truth to power. And then it's like, by the way, do a half, do a 15 page packet for free. It's sort Whoa, of like, you can't have both. You can't have both. And it drives me absolutely bonkers that they try to. That was just such a moment. Like for someone at this stage in my beautiful and stunning life to ask me to write <laughs> an episode of a, of a television that no, that will never get, that will never air. Absolutely not. Also, can I say to ask me to write it in format, like for your teleprompter as well? Like, no, that- it's like no one's looking at this. <laughs> No, and they'd be like, put it in red and then put it in like all caps. And then it's just like, oh my God, like from a logistical aspect, this is taking hours. Like what? You're not going to use this. I agree. Yeah. It's, yeah. I don't think so, honey. <laughs> <laughs> we do one of those here, right? Yeah, I mean, God. essentially. <laughs> God, talk about being beaten down by an industry. That was me doing the packet for Adam Ruins Everything. <laughs> yeah, that um, is a rough one. Well, should we introduce the topic? I actually think we kind of should because it's a rich topic. It's a oh, rich, oh. Pardon the pun. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Okay. Wow. Someone's in here. <laughs> <laughs> That's my catchphrase now. Someone's I stole it from here. Mo. <laughs> Someone's in here. <laughs> um, so Mo, you actually came with uh, a wide array of gorgeous topics that we actually did have trouble choosing one. We can um, touch on them. Not That's... a single one was bad. I actually would actually could you read them and we'll say and then leave the final one for the end and yeah, we'll get I'll leave into the that final one. one. Okay, let me see. Let me see. Okay, okay. So, um, okay, the first one was bringing gifts home from vacation, which I was told is also souvenirs. Forgot, <laughs> forgot the word for that. Okay, being shocked by connection, which is like, oh my god, like they have so many things in common like this is my favorite i love that that's so funny it's just your description of it because at first i was like what does it mean to be shocked by connection but it's you're absolutely right it's like not just being shocked by connection but thinking anything is a huge coincidence like it's like yeah yeah, we're all people in the world like we both have black jeans (laughs) like it's it's also things like it's like what you grew up with a golden retriever too and it's like (laughs) yeah every like okay (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's like that's crazy oh a better way to do things mm-hmm. like uh someone just always being like there just has to be a better way so i made mud coffee you know what i mean it's like, <laughs> so i made mud coffee <laughs> and so okay um what was the other one? Oh, big books which you guys mm-hmm. have touched on previously but i like reading infinite jest or like ulysses or dune or sure. like atlas shrugged and like, yeah mo came with a list of books that she wanted to Finnegan's burn. Wake, <laughs> Wake, yeah. And I feel like it, it's also kind of the idea that by virtue of being bigger, a book is better. And mm-hmm. also like by virtue of reading it, like analog style, like, you know, like not digital, if you will, like sure. reading it, reading it just in your hand on the subway and, and talk about performative, you know what I mean? Say like, that. 
It's so oh, inconvenient. Okay. I, can I be honest? I believe that reading is performative. I, <laughs> I, <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's so funny. Mo, you should have caught me like a month ago. My anti-intellectual streak just ended. <laughs> yeah, Sam's now, Sam is in a reading era. <laughs> look, I literally, look, look at this. I oh my God, you're this. finally doing Didion. Ring the Didion alarm. Oh Ring the Didion alarm. Sam just picked up and showed on camera his copy of Slashing honey, Towards Bethlehem. Honey, you just missed her. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's in here. <laughs> and it's not Joan. <laughs> oh, God, no. It's always going to be funny. It's um, funny. Wait, I, Mo, you're so right that... Well, here's the thing with reading. Just like we were talking about before where you say I love you or you get married and it's like you're doing something you see in a movie... Here's what's crazy. At this point, if I'm having coffee and reading a book, I'm like, oh, it's like an Instagram. 100%. I'm like, oh my God, people are going to be so annoyed with me. You know what I mean? I'm like, this is annoying. Yeah, I was reading a magazine on the subway and I was like, well, everyone's looking at me and they're like, who the fuck does he think he is? I mean- The gays. <laughs> yeah. That is, I mean, the 90s are back. Damn, reading a magazine on the subway? Incredible. Yeah. Okay, Alan Yeah, I was reading the new Ronan Farrow uh, investigation <laughs> into state surveillance. That's right. Still wow. not done with it. Look at him go. Let me tell you something. That guy could use an editor. <laughs> <laughs> Drag him. I love that. Say more. Very yeah, talented, please. great at what he does. You don't need to have like a okay, full so we're paragraph. Just backwards now. <laughs> you don't need to have a full paragraph talking about like the different video games the people at the tech company you're visiting were playing to paint the picture. Sure, sure. Is this your I don't think so, honey? I'm so <laughs> <laughs> you know, actually, I do think I could do an I don't think so, honey, for Ronan Farrow. <laughs> okay, put it in the back pocket. Put it, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, wow. It's so funny to be so referential to our friend's podcast. It's Just like, nuts. <laughs> it's like one of the weirder things of this life. Yeah, but I feel like you guys have already done the crossover. So like your audience knows, you that's know right, what I mean? Right, yeah. Right. yeah we we kind of put them, we kind of put them on the map. <laughs> <laughs> they, are, they are kind of a, a, a an offshoot of yeah. radio lab. yeah it's Absolutely. the Lab universe and they're living in it um <laughs> yeah they're like the rhoda in like the mary taylor moore sort of situation yeah that's right yeah <laughs> so mo what is the final topic that we did settle on <laughs> okay here's like the audio cue of like cabaret where it's like money 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 <laughs> we decided on money money but, like um Money, like cash, cards, points, money. Yeah, like all money, all, all money, and all representations of money. Every iteration of money, like money, money is a concept. Having money, spending money, yeah, getting different types of money with money, buying money with money, money, money. So what? I'm like, where do we even start? This is a hard one, actually. Well, like, what is? You know, it's so like big. you think of money. What is straight about money? Okay, what is straight about money? Yeah, the idea? it's like very like ownership based you know mm -hmm. what i mean yeah. it's very like um mine 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 and it's very um it's not community based not community based in any way shape or form it's very um individualistic and I, I money is a concept and it's also like very um dumb like i think money is very stupid you know what i mean like mm -hmm. yeah 
like being like, I made this many beep boops and I have it in my big tank. It's like, okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is, it like, does seem like should when you put a, it like that. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, wait, so everyone has like literally a number and it represents how much literally power they have. Literally, it feels like you're explaining to a little kid a game and they're yeah. like, okay. And it's just like, and you're a big, strong person if you get this. And it's like, okay, I think it's so straight to me to have to like lie to yourselves that you even have money because some money is fake. I The more I learn about money, some of it doesn't even exist and have it like stock market, I guess. I don't know. And like, it's like you're playing pretend to feel good about yourself. That's very straight. Yes. Yeah. It's also like, some of it being fake like that's also like people are like well bitcoin's not real and i'm like neither is a dollar like what are you talking about <laughs> i'm like all of this is fake this is so weird it's so weird also okay you know when there's god this is i'm gonna sound so stupid you know when there's like inflation and you're like but hold on just fix it <laughs> don't even get me started like, the, on idea, inflation. the idea that like why the idea that inflation <laughs> The people talking about not, it like I I do not think so, honey. Inflation. <laughs> the fact that people talk about inflation as though it's like a natural disaster, and it's like it's storms are coming, <laughs> like, like unstoppable. Yeah. yeah, just print more money or less money, and then fix it. And then they have this whole like forty-five minute speech when you say print more money. They're like, we can't. And then they do when they want to. Or the idea that like different currencies, they're like. You know, it's crazy to me. They're like, you can't use your money in this country because we have prettier money. You know what I mean? I'm like, what? Oh my God. And they're like, but it does, but you can exchange it. I'm like, but okay, if I can exchange it, then why can't I just use it? Yes, like 100%. <laughs> thank you. 100%. Do the math for me. That's crazy. Just make it work. Why is it different? Here's a question. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. We got you. <laughs> like, yeah, this, I can't wait for this. I'm bloodthirsty right now. Like, <laughs> This is truly something that uh, is so insane to me. Take CNN Plus or Quibi, mm -hmm. okay? Like a big time failure, right? Something <laughs> like them. that fails. You read something that's like, they lost $50 billion. Riddle me this. How come no one became poor because of that? Like where, so, so is all, <laughs> Mike drop <laughs> riddle me this. Like, so, so, so they lost $50 billion and yet somehow the people that failed are now richer. Because, okay. Here's my thing, because there's all these things with investors where they put play money wherever they want. There's someone listening to this, right. <laughs> that like is chomping at the bit to describe what we're like, it's to give us answers. And when I'm saying your answer is stupid, like, right. like yeah. I cannot, yes, I under, first of all, I know. We all are smart enough to understand how the stock market works. I understand how investing works. I understand that you like put- Well, don't go that far. <laughs> I understand that here. it exists. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's not magic, but beyond that, it's, you know, I think but, my goal, one of my goals in life is to never understand any of this stuff, which is not a good goal. And not I know a great, will, yeah. But I know actually that, it is a good goal because it means you basically want people to work for you that understand it for you. Because it's also going to come back around where it's going to be humiliating that people spent their lives doing this. You know what I mean? Well, one can only hope. <laughs> <laughs> and run. <laughs> so I guess to bring it back down to earth a little bit. So first of all, the idea of like anyone having a monetary value, crazy. Then you add the yeah. layer of artifice on top of that where no money is, where when it, when it actually counts, the money isn't even real. Yes. And then on top of that, you're making everyone play a video game where you have to like, 
have 15 credit cards so that you have a good credit score. And then based on that credit score, you can buy an apartment and then you can, you spend money so you can get miles and then fly. And then like, so what is the end game? Don't even get me started about like miles. Like my mom the other day was like, well, I have $2,000 in points. And I was like, okay, like, <laughs> like did you, is that interest? Like you made money. She was just like, no, like it's just like this card, you get really good points. So you can turn them in for cash. And I'm like, okay, like what? Like, and again, I, I get it. I understand. And, and anyone listening who's like DMing me about like, you know, fucking banks and big, no, I get it. But what? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's sort of like, can we just not like, it's sort of like, let's just stop. Like, can we all, it's almost, it's well, one, it's fear-based. <laughs> okay. <start> absolutely. <laughs> We're not in an abundant da- paradigm. Thank you. Everyone's like got their walls up. Everyone's like trying to be like, well, no, you have to like, if you subscribe to me, then you'll get the points. So then you'll get a deal. And it's like, can everyone just lower their guns a bit? Can we yes. just like be a little more community oriented? Like, and, like, and I'm like, oh, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. And I'm like, I just don't just, just shh. I don't need like this brand loyalty just provide a service and i'll pay yeah. for it a reasonable amount when someone is like <laughs> when, <laughs> okay i was recently in fact having this uh argument with uh my significant other he is someone who is very in, who is really good at this stuff and is like a gold star miles member at delta and like all and like knows exactly what to do in order to get the right amount of points and like mm-hmm. his life is one big game <laughs> where he's like <laughs> trading points left and right in order to save money on on each individual thing and sure. and and then i was saying my kind of <clears throat> outlook on all of this is like i'm kind of like it all evens out like the the effort you put into this equals the reward you're going to get. So why not not put the effort, not get the reward? You're right back where you started. Sorry that. <laughs> Very Sorry that. Very that. And and then my second point is the idea that a, as an adult, you say the word points and it means something is humiliating. Points <laughs> is something you get in a game when you're a kid. You can't be like, I got 20 points. <laughs> it, it's embarrassing. It's humiliating. It's so bizarre. Because then I'm like, and also it's like, what a fucking fool we are to like go to the grocery store and like pay and be like, I'm doing something good for myself. Got my points back or like, or nothing to me is more absolutely horrific than when somebody puts their card down for a group dinner and says, just Venmo me. I get points. <gasps> oh my God. Oh my God. Mo, you brought up one of the darkest things in our current day society. <laughs> that is like, that is so rude. <laughs> okay. Can I also say as an aside, this is, I'm not even allowing that to blossom, um, but yeah, I'm please. the first time, and I believe, I don't know if you remember this, Sam, the first time anyone ever used Venmo around me, it was with, do you remember what I'm talking about? Keep going. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll get it. <laughs> so it was like 2015, maybe. And me, me and Sam got high out of our minds. Sorry, exposed. <laughs> no, I've never, never. <laughs> and Joel Kimbooster was like, hey, you guys want to okay, get dinner? Yeah. <laughs> was like, hey, do you want to get dinner? So Sam and I were very high and we're like, yeah. So we went to Calexico and we were like. Wow, Calexico, uh, let that sink in. <laughs> do they still exist? They do. Oh, I used to live okay. by the Park Slope. What? I, I'd say surprisingly, like. Great breakfast burrito. Ooh, I've never I had that actually. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Great breakfast burrito. Anyway, sorry. Go sort on. Of like an even, sort of like an evening jaunt for us. <laughs> um, so we go and like, we are like waiting to pay. 
And then Joel was like, I paid already. And me and Sam were like, but we need to pay too. And Joel was like, <laughs> Joel was like just Venmo me. And both Sam and I were like, what? <laughs> like no one had ever so swiftly and economically just dealt with the situation. And like, we knew what Venmo was, we knew, but like we had never used it in that capacity. It was just like, so clean. So, so, and you know, maybe it was cause we were high, but I just, it, it's burned in my brain as one of the most magnificent experiences <laughs> I've ever had. <laughs> I mean, that dinner, I actually remember so vividly because we were so high. And like, at that point I was not used to being high in this. And like, it was very jarring. And I was like, I kept like, I feel like I maybe didn't say any words. <laughs> Like, I remember, like, almost getting through that dinner rather than, like, enjoying that dinner. So I was, like, I remember, like, looking at people's faces and being, like, is that Chris Pratt? Is that Chris Pratt? At the Greenpoint Calexico. Yeah. And then I remember even being, like, guys, I think that's Chris Pratt. Like, and Joel was, like, what are you talking about? And I was, like, no, seriously. And then, I don't remember this part. I, I was having, like, hardcore facial blindness. I was seeing, like, so many people in other people. Specifically, Chris Pratt. This is kind of like when I thought I saw Robin at an IHOP. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> you might have. I actually you think, well, okay, this is something that has never been fully answered for me. So basically, um, this was, wow, actually. Very, today. No, this was timely because I was at Coachella. It was like mm. 10 years ago. And then we went to an IHOP after. We were all like, you know, strung out. <laughs> we went to an IHOP. <laughs> So, and th at that stage, it's like, it's actually not impossible that Robin would have been at the IHOP close to Coachella, but it's unclear how much each person was joking when they said they saw Robin. And to this day, I don't know if I was at the same IHOP as Robin. <laughs> Robin, if you are listening, please call in. <laughs> hey girl. Okay. So we, yeah, we get, yeah. <laughs> someone's in here at Robin at the IHOP bathroom. <laughs> You know, George, I actually hope you never find out. And I hope that you just get to live life with the magic of thinking you were yeah, in the same IHOP I as know. Robin. My ex once was at the same restaurant as Beyonce and Jay-Z. And that was, I, I will never forgive myself for not being there. He was like with his high school friends. What Can restaurant? You, wow. uh, I, I could not tell you. I think, it, I think it was in, I can't remember if it was in New York or LA, but okay. I understand that okay. like, like <laughs> yes, you're all, you know, you see famous people ever or whatever. But the idea of being in a restaurant with Beyonce and Jay-Z, that's crazy. Uh, yeah, that's that's up there as crazy. The thing that fucks me up is that Beyonce would do Soul Cycle a lot and like at a public it, class, not even a Yeah. <laughs> but she would enter, yeah, she would enter late. She would go to the Williamsburg one and she would enter late. And I'd never been there when she was, but my friend was a manager and like he'd have to like guide her in into like her special bike that was already set up. I'm like, oh, like, I guess you want workout community? Like, so, wait, I have many questions. Obviously yeah. starting with, doesn't she live in Tribeca? <laughs> Babe, <laughs> okay. Why is she in Williamsburg? <laughs> Beyonce, okay. watch out, George is coming for you. George knows where you fucking live and he's obsessed <laughs> with it. And he's policing which soul cycle you go yeah. to. <laughs> Surely yeah, there's one closer to her. George, maybe the studio she records that is in Williamsburg, so she oh, might as well go to the soul cycle. That's that, exactly. That. Post session when she's constantly recording. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that was that like early days of Soul Cycle, like 2014. We're talking like 2014. Yeah, yeah. We're talking okay. 2015, that Calexico era, if you will. So yeah, the, yeah. yeah cl the classically the Calexico era is 2015. 
<laughs> but that's fascinating because to me, the the Beyonce timeline is pre-self-titled and post-self-titled because pre-self-titled, she exists. She like had some humanity and post-self-titled, she was like, I am a goddess sure, and I know, sure. and I don't speak to the media. I don't speak period. <laughs> yeah. Um, Not now. So I'm kind of like, I can't wait for that era for myself. So like, I'm going to like, I'm going to like scrub like this podcast. This yeah. Will be <laughs> yeah. You'll sue us right? out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally file a defamation lawsuit. Cause I said that the industry has torn you down. Yeah. I'm almost I'm like, expecting. I have an Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm lo- looking for like a Gawker style. Like you get a Peter Thiel backer to destroy us. Yeah. Oh my God. Absolutely. And the but backer what? is Beyonce herself. Wait, I have a question. Wasn't it like Hulk Hogan that? Yeah, Hulk Hogan and Peter Thiel. Yeah, <laughs> Hulk Hogan brought them down, but they're back and better than ever. Better that's than a fever ever. dream. That's a fever dream. I mean, if that's you're like crazy. You're describing people like, first of all, like Peter Thiel. Okay, that sounds made up. <laughs> talk about <laughs> talk about money. Talk about money. Talk about money. I mean, ultimately, okay. And actually, okay. This actually brings up something. I wanted. Yeah sort of ask about like what are the queer ways to use money and mm-hmm. one i do think is potentially sinking it all into a Sorry. lawsuit was, to yeah. attack someone who is a oh bitch. that's so queer that's <laughs> i just so had the instinct to very earnestly be like donating <laughs> <laughs> wow giving to the community giving to the community <laughs> <laughs> um no but i see what you're saying sam it's like yeah, it's kind of like using money for self, basically wasting money. Wasting money is, in a sense, a queer-coded action. I mean, trips, I do think tr- trips are a queer-coded way to spend money. Restaurants. Yeah. Sort of Spending money on leisure. Radical. Because you're, radicalizes you're then... Radicalizes it. Yes, you're yeah. taking something <laughs> as serious as money. <laughs> and you're radicalizing it. <laughs> taking something as serious as money. By going to saying, Nobu, yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah. Every time I take a trip to Palm Springs, that's activism. That's the personal activism. is political. <laughs> you are radicalizing. I'm radicalizing my income by <laughs> buying well, the you're most taking the power cocktail. away from it. You're taking the power away from it because it's like, well, look, really? look at me. I'm not using this money for online banking. I'm not writing a check. No. I'm going to no, Nobu. I'm not using my money to pay for my online banking. I am not. I'm going to serendipity and getting a liquid gold Sunday. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I am simply not putting it in the stock market. I'm putting it into apps for tonight. Mm. Damn. <laughs> I invest in apps, digitizers. <laughs> <laughs> yes wow uh, okay. really got there that is like uh, that is a genius joke that is so anti-comedy i love that um yeah it's sort of like a writer's room <laughs> and, and then i'm like okay is showing off your money or being secretive about your money more straight okay that's tough that's tough like being tasteful I think it's like showing it off, but saying you're not like, it's about having like a BMW and then being like, but I'm middle-class. And no, it's here's, like, here's what it is. It's saying we have a little place on the lake and it's a mansion. Yeah. Mm. And saying we're comfortable. We're comfortable. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's very straight. So I feel like new money is queer. Old money is straight. A hundred percent. 
could not agree more. <laughs> That's maybe because, you know, like as queer people weren't like allowed to have a lot of money. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Well, some were like Peter Thiel. <laughs> yeah. Well, at the same time, there is an argument to be made for old money being queer because it's like there's it's so um, insular and yes. like and no. like almost oh, yeah. specific. Oh, Talk yeah, about like community Versailles. based. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> Versailles was the house of yes of its time. <laughs> <laughs> like they said we want to make a little house of yes in here you know? yeah i mean watch marie antoinette and tell me those are that's not queer uh what's it called chosen family mm, big chosen mm. family vibes absolutely yeah uh-huh gender fuck yeah <laughs> gender fuck <laughs> i would love it if there was a scene in marie antoinette where she walks in and then someone goes okay she's giving marie antoinette <laughs> <laughs> it's just wait. It's like that um that sketch that everyone lost their fucking mind for in like 2009 from Second City that was like if Ophelia had a gay best friend. <gasps> oh my god. Like, that was I forgot about those. so big. Um, those were really called sassy gay friend. It was it was it called that because it was like I, don't kill yourself, girl. Yeah, it was no, like, and and then he always starts with what 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 are you doing? <laughs> Do you remember that? Yes. No, I just remember I remember his scarf. How he kept being like, <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. Oh, God, I really hope he's doing well. He really kind of sacrificed. That was breaking it all. a mold. That was yeah. breaking yeah. a mold. Oh, yeah. I a hundred percent agree. Yeah, it's taking <laughs> taking control of the narrative. Do you know what bothers me is people. <laughs> looking back on, you know, let's say problematic gay representation and judging it. And it's like, we were fighting for our lives. Like, you have no right to judge Jack on Will and Grace. <laughs> and also, I feel very he's a genius. Similar. Yeah, and also he's literally, literally a genius. It is a tour de force, 100%. And then we're using it as an example of like poor media representation. It's like, and then also putting the onus of representation on the individual portraying that character. And yeah. I'm like, that what are you doing like uh, as though what is it so is good representation acting straight (laughs) right like will is good representation (laughs) literally and it's so like i get in like the broader nuanced conversation you can talk about wishing there was more Mm -hmm. uh, variety of representation but people in doing so tend to take down that which was there totally i i completely agree or when people are like they were like gay people are often used as comic relief. And it's like, is there anything more important? <laughs> Sorry for being funny. Sorry for being funny. Gay people are funny. Get over it. Yeah, they're funny. <laughs> what do you want? Like, so I'm sorry. So you don't want gay people to die tragically because that's problematic. You don't want gay people to be comic relief. What do you want them to be? Like the front desk person? <laughs> I want them to be unfunny yeah. bitch who's in one scene. <laughs> the biggest sigh well i was sort of like dialogue (laughs) i was like wow where do i even go from here money do we have anything more to say about money is my question oh okay credit (laughs) sam you're acting as though that hasn't been our topic all along (laughs) like oh uh, oh money (laughs) well i just want to say I feel like, have you guys met someone who from like an early age wanted to like 
work in banking. Right. Yes. Many people. And that is like one of the saddest things I've ever seen in my entire life. One time my, he was like my little brother's friend when he was like 16 or 17, he was like, I want to go into like investing. And I was like, okay, but what do you want to do? Like, what, what about that brings you joy? And he was like, well, I want to make a lot of money. And I was like, but what, like for what? And he's like, cause I know that money is like power. And, and I was like, but why do you want power? And he was like, well, I just want it. Like I want to Oh my God. That. You're like Socrates. You're breaking him down. You're like, what <laughs> is power? You know, like, <laughs> he's like, well, I want power. And you're like, yeah, but philosophically speaking, what is that? <laughs> well, it was like, and he like followed through. I think he's an investment banker now. And he's oh like, Oh my God, I'm so proud of him. So huge shout out. But it's just like, I actually, I just cannot relate to that mindset at all. And it bums me out and I don't know how to process it even. Listen, I think I'm like almost, I could even say jealous of it because sure. there's not, you know, there's not any part of me that has ever even considered money. <laughs> like, like when I was like in high school, like thinking about my dreams in no way was I like, I mean, you know, maybe it is good that because I got into the industry that has treated me so poorly. (laughs) (laughs) And somebody would tell me it's going to treat me with this. (laughs) I would have never gotten into it. I would have been a banker by now. (laughs) I would have worked for Goldman Sachs. But like, I didn't even know like banking was an option. Like that's to me, I'm like, people do that like what that sounds horrible i don't know i i just contributed nothing i just think no 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 that was something i know it was no no i'm curious i'm here george i feel you'll have an insight no my only insight is there is something clarifying about that outlook that i here's the thing if your goal is to make money that's actually a more direct goal than if your goal is to make the world a better place let's say like there are so many let's say you're like you're just a really earnest sweet person who has a kind heart and wants to do good but that's your only goal you don't have a passion for something specific you don't you're you're not um you don't have a specific skill you're just kind of like i want to like be a force of good in the world then i'm sorry but what's going to happen is you're going to find yourself at some like you know, uh, mid-tier nonprofit where you are like when, where you are basically spending your day, like doing paperwork or, uh, answering phone calls or writing grant proposals. And it's never, you're never going to have the satisfaction of being like, and I did it. I changed the world. Whereas if Mm -hmm. your goal is to make money and that is the one thing driving you, of course you need a certain level of, you know, privilege and luck and whatever else. But like, if all goes well, there will be a point where you have achieved your goal. That was beautiful. Yeah. I mean, that was kind of a, if you can't beat them, join them. I'm not endorsing it. I'm just saying that's the appeal appeal of it. Like, of course, it it, it, like, it's just, yeah. And, um, and as you pursue money, you also further put on horse blinders and don't see the ills of the world. And that is probably a good self-defense mechanism whereas if you're working at the nonprofit, you're constantly being exposed to the ills of the world and you only feel worse (laughs) not no i mean we are you know now sort of making it a heroic pursuit to want money (laughs) (laughs) it's not heroic it's still it's like i I, i'm just it's simple i think the fact that it's simple 
means it's less like, <laughs> it's like, it's for a more simple-minded person. Whereas, whereas the, the alternative, you really have to think about the world more deeply and your place in it and whatever. I 100% agree because there was this, I was listening to a straight man's podcast and he was talking, (laughs) a little foray (laughs) into what it's like. Um, So he was talking about his brother and his brother, he quoted described as very left. He was like, my brother um, has this very strong belief that billionaires shouldn't exist. He was like, he was like, I totally understand that perspective. He was like, but I don't know if I agree with that. And he went on to describe, he was like, like, this is like, <laughs> there's so much, it was so simple. He was like, like, think of Amazon. He was like, I'm sure that saved a lot of lives during the pandemic, like people being able to order stuff. And like, oh <laughs> like it was just so simple. Oh my God. Yeah. But, but I know. This is exactly what I'm talking about. This is what it's we're like, saying. Yes. I know. But that's what it is. It's like, yes, if you are simple, it, it really is just the difference between being simple minded and being <laughs> not simple minded. <laughs> that bums me and out like, so much. <laughs> <laughs> it was like I was listening my mouth was a gape I was just like you know what I mean because I'm like he I'm sure he's one of millions with that perspective and like yeah, there's yeah. it's it's not a wrong perspective it is just the most black and white simplistic unencumbered by details facts or morality you know what I mean yeah <laughs> wow that is dark and it's a definition of horse blinders because to him it's like his world is Amazon consumers Mm-hmm. And it, and he's like, well, yes, for Amazon consumers, it certainly is making their life easier that they can order exactly. uh, things online. Like he is completely shutting himself out to anyone else that exists in this ecosystem. Exactly. <sighs> but here's the thing. When that is your world, then it is easy to be like, well, why not climb? Like, yeah, why not go from being a consumer to being a CEO? See, that's why money is straight. Yeah. Yeah. Because it requires ignorance. <laughs> well, it requires ignorance. It requires also like believing the status quo to be correct. Like, exactly. Exactly that. And just being like, well, nothing needs changing. Like I will, I will do what is expected of me. And like, well, if I have money in my pocket, I can make change and I trust my moral compass and yeah. you know yeah. desires. So <laughs> why not? <laughs> yeah. And if people yeah. just worked harder, they could have money too. I don't understand <laughs> <Yeah>. why. <laughs> well, why don't you ask your dad? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Well, I hate money more than anything on earth. I hate that I have to know what it is. I hate that I have to do taxes. <laughs> I hate investments. I hate houses. Taxes this year. I don't know why. I, I've, I filed them on time. Like everything's fine. But there is a certain stress that they cause me. It's like having, it's like when you have nightmares about like not having studied for the final or something. I still sure. like, it's now a week or two after tax day. And I still sometimes like stop in the middle of something. And I'm like, oh my God, did I find my taxes? Yes, I did. Like it, it, somehow it has had this like real visceral effect on me this year. I mean, it's I, fucking crazy. It's, I keep my tax returns from like every year. Cause I'm like scared that someone's going to come and ask for it. Like, it's like, it, because I think all of us are individuals who do, do not, you know, entirely trust the government. <laughs> and so like to have to do something and then under threat of, you know, financial or physical punishment, it's like, it's just weird and uncomfortable. And yeah. Well, also like to make it so it's like, you have to be like partially a criminal. Like there's no way to do your taxes correctly. You no. just have to be guessing sometimes and like making decisions and making choices. And it's like, wait, 
what why this is the, yeah why do i this, have to be partially a criminal this is a false <laughs> promise of money too it's like it presents itself as this simple thing like oh it's arithmetic i have two dollars then i get four dollars now i have six dollars but it's not it's all you have to keep in mind all these unwritten rules about what little little kinds of cheating you're allowed to do and then you're just yes. setting yourself up for failure like i wouldn't mind it if it was not to be like literally che guevara <laughs> If we okay. just each got like money from the government every month and then and then it was a level playing field and everyone could kind of budget fine I but now i have that, to read a whole book that, to me though that is like a little bit queer to be like if you have six dollars but did you make it on a tuesday on an odd year but you oh, know what i mean like it's like sure. it's very that's like true. make it a little fun and like cheeky that's and right playful. that's right yeah, yeah do you yeah, live yeah. in yonkers very like, yeah. does that matter <laughs> <laughs> Wait, the, the do you live in Yonkers thing? When you do your taxes in New York City, for anyone who doesn't know, um, it's it truly comes at such a random point where you've like you've hit next like 15 times, you're like at the second to last page, and then suddenly it's like, wait a minute, by the way, do you live in Yonkers? Because <laughs> if you do, it's completely no. different. Because <laughs> <laughs> in Yonkers, we do things a little bit different. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot stand it. I cannot stand it. Uh, or like, okay, I'm sorry, but the idea that I am in charge of my own retirement and I have to start planning for it now? Are you it's fucking like, kidding me? Absurd. Oh. Okay, no. my upstairs neighbor is, I told him that I was recording podcast till three. It is 3.04 and he has started on the damn, damn. dot. What is he doing? He oh, loves he playing guitar. Oh, and he plays yeah. loud, baby. No, yeah, like his like like his own songs or like not even oh. songs. That's the worst part. To even to even um, for your mind to go into to songs, how pure <laughs> you must be. It's just sort of um, thrashing. He just like kind of goes for it. You know what comes to my mind is um just Anna Fair or Anna Ferris going forgiveness <laughs> is more than saying sorry. I'm so glad you brought sure. that up. That is such an undersung. Uh, so honestly, film all around, not even just oh, her character. 100%. Her performance in that, though, is like... Sh should have won. An, yeah, I, no, absolutely. Unreal. Um, should we do our final segment? Yes. Daddy. <laughs> okay, well, our final segment is called Shoutouts, and in it we give a shout-out to something that we are enjoying in the style of, you know, an, a classic homage to straight culture. It's 2001, you're at Times Square, it's TRL, you're shouting out to your squad back home, just about anything that you enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, George, do you have one? Yeah, I'll do, I'll, I'm going to do a money-themed one, in fact. Oh, great, love that. Um, what's up, listeners of our podcast? I want to give a quick shout out to writing a check. I recently had to write a physical check using a blue ballpoint pen and signing it with my delicious signature. And it was the first time in a while I had done that. And let me just say, it is nostalgia. It is Mad Men. It is cosplay. It is drag. I have never felt so powerful in my life. The check was for, that's right, $150. And um, and I, it, there was something that is so simple about it and 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 kind of harkens back to a simpler time. You're saying this isn't late capitalism. This is early capitalism. Take me back. <laughs> Woo! Woo! Um, I love that. Okay, hold on. I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. 
Okay. Sure, let's start here. Let's be honest. What's up, straighty hoes and straighty bros? I just want to give a huge shout out to texting with your neighbor. I text my neighbor when I want him to stop playing guitar. And it has put me in a weird place because <laughs> because now there's like a verbal record, a written record of every time I told him to be quiet. And it makes me look like the annoying one because I'm always texting. But in reality, it's kind of because he's constantly playing guitar really loud. And it's, it, it, and it's like you could just go get a practice space. And uh, no, I hope he never hears this because I don't think he's a bad guy. Nothing but respect. And I think that we it's tough living in new york city and they should figure out how to soundproof these damn apartments and um i think he's a very talented sound designer and yet he can really pick up when to uh, play guitar that will just make my brain snap in two i can go from a bad mood to a horrific <laughs> mood in just one little strum of that guitar um so huge shout out to texting with your neighbors it's so important to build community and i love you ny city xoxo sam i really love that shout out i'm dealing oh, with wow. a neighbor right now whose snoring is keeping me up oh and- my god yeah, but it feel it's disgusting because it feels like I'm sleeping with them. Like yeah, to feel awful. the vibration. Yeah, no, I feel it. It happens in LA too. Wow, <laughs> wow, that's actually good to know. Um, so Mo, whenever you are ready, I say hit it. <laughs> okay, okay, well, okay. Shout out to <laughs> shout out to a blue screen viewers on the ears. I have a blue screen behind me, and I started using one because, um. I didn't know if this was going to be, you know, you put out in public, a visual medium, and in, in some way, which a lot of podcasts are. And the way I would not let, like, so many individuals into my home, yet somehow they're in my home. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm, they get to see mm-hmm. into my home, my space. Your eyes are on it. Your energy's in here. There's so many fucking randos out here. Shout out to this blue screen so these randos can't see my home. I don't want randos in my home energetically. (laughs) And their eyeballs are in my home. And I'm so grateful because it's like, and like you'll get on a Zoom and someone's like, ooh, nice couch. I'm like, I don't ever want you to know what my couch looks like. And it's like, so shout out to screens and walls. And I love that. Blue screen. Wow. See you know, it's so. Cr- I assumed the screen was in front of a wall. I'm now actually peeking on the upper right corner. I'm realizing no. Oh my god! There is literally a room behind it. Wow, that's amazing. That's impressive. Wow. Thank you. I, I was actually an actor in LA, sort of have a blue screen for my tapes. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> that's incredible. Um, wow. Well, no, well, this has been an absolute delight. It, it has been so a nice to have you on. This has been, I've laughed my little tookie off. I've had the best time. Me too. I really have laughed more than normal. Yeah. Oh, and there goes an AirPod. (laughs) (laughs) Laughing my Um, earpods off. (laughs) Right, Um, Well, now I simply have to go pee very bad. Me too, so bad. (laughs) (laughs) I am going to explode. So um, with that Don't say hi to your sister. Go pee. Go pee. (laughs) Um, Go piss, girl. Go piss, girl. (laughs) That's really good. Bye. Bye.